Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I'll bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Welcome to Stokes and Friends, Chris Wu Spotlight. And today we're going to do things a little bit differently. Instead of a bunch of music beds and edits and taking you all around everywhere, we are going to just let you get to know Chris Wu, completely unique artist, uh, one of the biggest artists from China, and he put his record out on Taurus this week, and nine of the ten tracks occupied the top ten there for a little bit, knocking out Ariana Grande and a bunch of other artists, and and it also caused some controversy because uh, people were wondering if these were real sales or not. And it turns out Chris has a massive worldwide fan base, and uh, that fan base was interested in the album. So there's been good press, there's been bad press, there's been speculation, and I just think at this point it's good for you to be able to make your own decisions about your artists. And so here's Chris Wu, and it's just a discussion uh, between he and I about his music. And I'd love to hear your thoughts about Chris and also if you have opinions about what you've heard out in the press, please call me at 1-833-STOKES-V and uh, leave me a message and let me know what you think about that and uh, we may end up using your voice on the show. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this. I want to thank Chris and his team for taking the time to spend time with us. And here he is, Chris Wu, Unfiltered. Okay, so I got to be honest. Um, I'm really excited about this interview because I got to meet Chris out at the AMAs. And um, I had heard about you. Like, I'd heard about you from so many people when I was doing when I was doing the show. Right. And, and by the way, I got to say, I'm a complete idiot because <laughs> I misspelled your name in oh. a WeChat to you. Oh, and, I, and, I, and I apologize for that. It oh, is Chris with a K. Yeah. K-R-I-S-W-U. That's right. And this is a name that you will hear more and more uh, as we move forward and as this album comes out. Chris, I got to tell you, man, when they sent me Freedom, mm-hmm. I was... I was so impressed. Thank you. Because the production is so fresh. Mm-hmm. And we were talking a little bit about Post Malone. We were with Post right. at the at the AMAs mm-hmm. after he won the other day. Mm-hmm. And talking about just authenticity mm-hmm. and difference of sound. Right. How have you come to get your, your sound? Well, I come from, you know, really a couple of different backgrounds I guess I've been to a lot of different places you know through my um, childhood and just all these years so um, um, you know I was born in, born in Guangzhou in China I moved to Vancouver when I was 10 with my mom and then I uh, went to Korea when I was 18 and then back to China again now in the States and LA so all these different places just kind of had different influence on me you know in China I would I was you know, around that time, you know, I would be listening to ballad music because that's what's what's been, what's the hottest. It's, it's 
the hottest genre in China, like forever. Yeah. It's still valid number one. And as I moved to Vancouver, I started playing basketball, and I started listening to hip hop music. You know, Island Iverson was huge at that time, and that really kind of start started to um, you know searching the internet, and trying to download music to my MP3. You know, like checking out at that time, like listening to Snoop Dogg, um, Fifty Cent, uh, Pharrell, Jay Z. And just started listening to hip hop, and that's obviously the the biggest influence, you know. And then suddenly got into K-pop music, mm. you know, and then that had another influence on me. Okay, there's this type of music too, you know. Just all these type of stuff just kind of blending together and just kind of made me who I am today. And the music that that I do, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting when you talk about the hip hop influence and of and of basketball. You know, it's yeah. I, I started off in basketball, and okay. and that really got me into music because man, when you're out there, when you're yeah. out there playing with with the guys, mm-hmm. you're always listening to music. Exactly. And it becomes a part of like who of who you are. I mean, right. they just did a thing on LeBron the other day, and it's mm-hmm. like everywhere you see him, mm-hmm. he's got headphones, headphones on. on. Yeah. Always music. Always. And yeah. and when it comes. To the rapping aspect, mm-hmm. it's interesting because mm-hmm. I was looking at BTS, I was looking at EXO, I was like, why are these? Why do these groups mm-hmm. react so much with people? Mm-hmm. It's I feel mm-hmm. that the hip hop aspect of both of those groups mm-hmm. was not like, and, and I don't want to infringe on anybody else's mm-hmm. artistry, mm-hmm. but it was more of a, a I thought, an authentic take mm-hmm. on hip-hop. If you look at what Suga does mm-hmm. and BTS mm-hmm. and, and RM does and what you were doing in EXO, mm-hmm. you were coming from these influences yeah. which were very different than what was going on in K-pop at yeah, the time, absolutely. right? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. what was the reaction to that? I mean, you know, I just... Uh, f- to me, it was just natural and organic. I just wanted, I was always just into rap music, hip hop mm. music, so I always wanted to. So, you know, if I'm in a group, you know, like, I'm obviously going to be the rapper, you know, like, that's, this is how it is. So that's, that's what I was. And, and, and I felt, I, I didn't, feel, I never felt out of place or anything. I felt like, you know, there's, obviously the music is very different, but, but, um, I always try to, um, make sure that that what I do is true to myself and what I love so I had to had to sneak in some a little rap every now and then you yeah know? And, and I felt like people loved it people liked it you know like and and now nowadays you see um pretty much all k-pop like boy bands they always have like a rapper right or two in their but, but it wasn't at that time right no it wasn't no not necessarily especially in the company that I was in um, they were more focused on dancers like choreography like dancing and vocalist, you know, yeah. being able to hit those high notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you find that even though you were, you know, doing hip hop at the time, but you were picking up mm-hmm. the other tricks of the trade, mm-hmm. the dancing, yeah. the the you know singing aspect, all these things. I had do to, you do yeah. you feel like that has helped you in your artistic journey, like those those years? Yeah, it definitely, it definitely did. I mean, I had to first of all, I had to pick up a little bit, of, you know, singing and dancing. You know, that's it's all mandatory. You have to take lessons. Mm. You know, I did four years of training before I I got a chance to debut in that boy band. During those four years, you know, I had a chance to really, you know, just kind of take lessons and learn all the all the different aspects, all the different type of stuff. So I think everything, everything is is. First of all, is an experience, and 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 definitely helps. You know, it's always good to to experience new things. And and for me, you know, I'm I feel blessed that I have these these abilities to be able to not only rap, and if sometimes yeah. that's why a lot of stuff that I do are more melodic because 
I have also the same that little bit, you know, uh, that. So, so I think it definitely helps. Yeah. yeah. Well, I notice that in freedom is you hear that. And by the way, mm-hmm. that's becoming more and more prevalent in hip hop. But yeah. I think to to go global and in the rhythm side, yeah, you have to have that part of your game. I think so and too. and you do have that. And when so in China, when did you start saying okay, like? People are like really knowing me, noticing me, mm-hmm. and did, when did you start getting the feeling that okay, maybe I could bridge this mm-hmm. to? Because my guess is you've always wanted to do yeah. what you're doing now. Is yeah. that right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't. You know, it's um, pretty complicated. It was never easy. I mean, like I, I, a lot of people don't know this, but I mean, it, I I started like. And um, started putting out songs in the states, um, mm. independent. Like I did, you know, I a lot of people don't know this. I, I put out a couple of singles before, you know, the whole deal with Interscope and before this this album. You know, everything I, I tried a couple of times and nothing was. It wasn't like a like a huge success or like instant anything like that. It was definitely a build up, and it was yeah, it just wasn't easy. It wasn't like oh, like the successful. No, it wasn't like that. And a lot of questions that that people ask me is like why why but 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 why would you want to like give up a market that you're already so successful mm. in and come out here and 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 pursue this and mm. and start and basically start from the bottom again when you have no foundation out here and stuff like that and to me it's really it really comes down to um I like changing just first of all being true to myself and second I think just 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 break those boundaries and break and 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 live with no limits i just want to i just want i just don't i just never settle like i I never want to settle and i feel like that there's just so much more there's so much more possibility that you that you you can do but but someone needs to step up you know i know that you know i could be in china right now you know just doing the stuff that i always do you know whatever it is commercials um yeah. t- movie tv all yeah. kinds of stuff and i could be making a lot of money but i just don't feel i i don't feel um satisfied anymore i feel like i've done pretty much all of that yeah and i want to i want to do something else i yeah. want to be that someone needs to step up and someone needs to change the game and someone needs to do it for all the youth back home and everyone and like i feel like you know when you talk about um movies mm. you think about Jackie Chan, mm. Bruce Lee, but when you talk about musician or music artist, obviously it's Lang Lang that plays the piano. He's very good, but mm. but like especially rapper, like you know, you don't think of it. You, there hasn't really been anyone that could really rep China, right? And someone needs to step up. And that's why I feel like I am gonna do it. I want I want to do it, and I think the I think there's. A, there's possibility and I I'm very and I have pride in my music and I mm. have confidence in my music and I yeah. feel like music is the only way and music will be able to speak speak for itself and 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 break the break the boundaries and and, and bridge the east and west yeah. yeah yeah where does that come from did you have something in your childhood did you have were your were your parents kind of supportive of you trailblazing what um where does because you're a trailblazer you re, you really are and where does that come from um, i think it's just growing up i'm the only child and i, I just grew up with my mom you know like i had to always be the man of the family i had to always 
be independent. At a very early age, even like when I was 15 or 16, I, I had that urge that I, that I need to step up mm. and take care of this family. I need to do something, you mm. know. And ever since then, whatever I do, I give my my 100% like everything. And I've never settled for, for anything that's, mm. that's not... That's not right or that's not perfect. So that's what got me here today, really. I mean, in America, and by the way, I still love it because I, anytime you hear your song on the radio, like, it. dude, I love it, it. it's a major thing. Do you yeah. remember where you were the first time you heard your song? I was in LA. I was in LA. I think it was um, Power 106. I played play my song with Travis Scott, Deserve. Yeah, I think that, that, that that's the first time I actually heard my song on the radio in, in the States. What did it make you feel like? I felt, I felt really, um, I, I felt good and I felt pride. Like I was, you know, like I feel like this is obviously this is still a long way to go, but it's definitely a step forward. Yeah. Yeah. When that year that you came over to Vancouver, mm-hmm. was it a year or two that you spent over there? Uh, I spent actually, so I moved out. Uh, when I was 10 years old. Okay. I stayed till I was 18. Oh, so gotcha. I was there for eight years. Okay. Yeah. So you have an interesting perspective on North America as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like? Did, mm-hmm. did, could you speak English at that point? Or? No. Wow. Not at all. So what What was that like, man? Um, Man, like, at that age, honestly, like, I mean, I was 10, you know, like, I, I couldn't make decisions on my own, you know, I got to follow my mom, you know, mm. like, she decided to, um, to move out to, to, to come to Vancouver. So I just had to follow her. I had no choice, really, mm. even if I wanted to stay in China at that time, because I have more yeah. friends, obviously, and I speak Chinese, and yeah, I don't yeah. speak English. I mean, I was scared, like, yeah. as a kid, I was like, so I got to go to a new school and try to and have no friends, and I can't even speak the language, like, you know, yeah, it wasn't very easy for a kid that age but you know it is how it is and luckily i was young so i could adapt to that very quickly and i actually picked up english pretty quickly too like in the in a year or so i can start you know speaking making conversations with and start making friends yeah Yeah. so let's talk about the album what are some of your standout tracks that you're really digging right now um the album i mean there's a um so it's kind of it's got a good mix of what I like, what mm. Chris Wu's music is like, yeah. uh, and just from listening to the album, I feel like the listener will have an idea of okay, like the, these are his influences, and mm. these are, and this is his sound. Like this is that's how it is. Um, and I definitely have. I mean, for example, the there's a single that's gonna come out with Rich the Kid. Mm. Um, name is Coop, mm. um, and that one is just cars life like i love cars you right know, i have a lot of cars i love doing track and driving and all that type of stuff and that so there's a song like that and there's songs that's more mellow that's more like you know moody yeah yeah um i have a song um i don't know if i, I should be able to i mean we can just cut it yeah. i have a song called november rain i think you'll love this track november rain yeah this this song is i, I would say it's probably my favorite on this album cool yeah it's not even the title track it's not we didn't yeah. even put out a single it's with the album but it's my favorite. And yeah. the album's coming out in November, November 2nd. November that's, 2nd. That's month, this month. So th- this track is, is yeah, definitely my favorite. I, I don't want to spoil anything. I just want to make sure you, you check out that track. Yeah. 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 And, and, and yeah, with that and a, a song named Tough Pill, which is more like a um, really a, a more of a personal type of song where just... Where did a, that come from? Um... I mean, Tough Pill, the the, the mm. title even yeah. says a lot yeah. to me. Yeah, you can kind of get a grasp of what it's It's just more my life. 
yeah, the, the Are you a tough pill? I think so. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, there's a line in that song, truth is a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, that's one of the lines in the song. It's just kind of, I just kind of, I mean, my fans back home in China, they already know, like, a lot of a lot of my story, how mm. this all happened. But to a lot of audience, they don't know. They, yeah. might, they, they might not know. They might just think, oh, this guy's just a global superstar whatsoever. I don't yeah. know what, like, I don't, but that's a song for them to yeah. really um, understand and kind of know the, the type of life that I'm, that, that I'm living you know yeah. there's a song like that and there's also a couple Chinese songs awesome because I, I feel like you know the, just like just like K-pop just mm. like any music I feel like sometimes you don't have to really understand what mm. the, the singer or the rapper yeah. is saying Yeah, it's more the vibe that, yeah. that that's that 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 you get and i feel like as chinese you know i would like to give some different stuff i'm some there's stuff. something going on in the world right now where people are starting to just like sequester themselves in the safety of yeah. their own town their mm-hmm. own city yeah. their own location yeah. and it is affecting the broader political landscape mm-hmm. of the world. Yeah. That's not one country. There's many countries doing it. Mm-hmm. Music, mm-hmm. I've always believed, yeah. can be the bridge to to join hearts and minds together when everything else becomes chaotic. That's that. Mm-hmm. And, and I just think it's really great timing of what you're you know what you're doing right here. Yeah. And also, I have to salute you that. The music's so good that it's going to elevate above, I I hope, mm-hmm. and I'm certainly going to pitch it as this, elevate kind of above some of the things that are going out in the world. But do you feel as a very respected uh, Chinese and global artist, mm-hmm. do you feel a responsibility to, um, to kind of put goodness out in the world? Absolutely, every single day. I mean, I, the ultimate goal is always going to be that for me. Like I want, I want to make my country, the world, just overall better place. I mean, music is my profession. I make music that I'm going to use m- my music and to 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 the best of of what it can do. Right now, the world is it, with internet, and everything. It's a small world. It should be. Everyone should be. You know, it's it, it's. Everything should be like universal, and 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 if I can do something to to make, you know, to make the world or any you know a better place to influence more people, to um ex- set a good example for the youth in China, you know, give them more hope, give them more opportunity to to step forward, to step into the onto the global stage, more people, you know, I. I, I I, I die for that. I definitely do it. Yeah. When somebody, when a kid from Lincoln, Nebraska, mm-hmm. picks up your music or listens to your music, mm-hmm. what do you want them to take away from a Chris Wu album? You know, just an everyday kid in America who loves hip hop, mm-hmm. loves music, mm-hmm. hears this, goes, "Man, I want to go check out this Chris Wu mm-hmm. music." Mm-hmm. What do you want them to take away from it? Um, yeah, I want to definitely um, 
bring up the album title and the album name okay. at this moment because I think it, it will kind of answer this question too. Okay. So the name of the album is called Antares. And Antares, is, a lot of people will ask, what, why this, right? So it's actually um, one of the brightest stars in the galaxy. Uh-huh. It's a very, it's a huge star and its name of it is Antares. This has a several meanings, but um, so in the Western world, as your symbol, it means that it's the heart of a scorpion. Mm. And my horoscope is a Scorpio. So that's a little, that's something that relates to me. In the Eastern culture, it, it, it's, it symbolized, the, it means that it's the heart of a dragon. And, and Chinese people, we call ourselves descendant of the dragon. I don't know if you know that, but you yeah. know, that's what, that's, so, so dragon is, is, is like a very powerful symbol in China. And, right. and and that's what this means. And for me, really, this is like a it's almost like a guiding force. Mm. Uh, this album is like it kind of almost like a story of of, of you know like uh, just uh, unfolding like the the crisp like what I've been going through with all, 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 all these stuff. So uh, I wish to to answer that question. I mean, I wish that. Um, after listening to the album, you can find your guiding guiding force too. And always stay strong. Stay strong. Antares is out right now. You can get it anywhere where music is sold. My name is Stokes Nielsen. You are my friends. This is our podcast. We will be doing an update on Antares and Chris Wu next week, including a special segment with my friend Tim Sabian. What would Sabian say? So please join us for that. And of course, we've got the BTS Spotlight season-ending episode coming up as well. So hang with us on Stokes and Friends, and make sure you buzz me at one 833 stokes V.